black children lose their innocence young. A lot of black children in America and across the world live in the ghettos or the slums, whatever you want to call it. And in those areas are crime, drugs, and poverty. And with those three conditions, It makes it impossible for a little boy or girl to stay a child. I was just putting my daughter to sleep. Well, excuse me. Um, She was already supposed to be asleep, but she kept saying, oh, I have to go to the potty. Oh, I've got to drink some water. I want some water. I want some water. I want some water. Okay, so (laughs) finally giving her some water, I just looked at her and realized, like, wow, she's so innocent. She looks to me for everything. You know, even something as simple as water. She can't get for herself. She looks up to me for everything. And the same goes for my son. And the same goes for children their age, you know, younger and older, everywhere. You know? The images that are around them, that are immediately around them, shape how they think and the way that they view life. So, imagine if you're a child and you grow up in an area where all you see is crime, guns, people getting shot, going to funerals, uh, you know, every week losing your friends, losing your parents, losing all your loved ones, to either that or to drugs, to crack, to, you know, heroin or whatever they call it, I don't know. All these different drugs or them going to jail because of the crimes and or drugs, you know, they were consuming, selling, doing, whatever. That is what, if that's what you see, then that's what you'll do. Yeah, there's a few people that get out of those situations. But if that's constantly around you, even if you don't fall victim to it, and you're just still in that environment, some people, they don't choose crime or drugs, you know, and if when they live in a, uh, high poverty area some people you know a lot most people work an honest job and make an honest living but there's a few who make you know it a, a bad situation for everybody 
And it's because of the poverty that they are suffering in. If you're, you know, you could go around and make, you know, get a job, make a good, uh, make a, a decent living. And it's not even halfway decent. Minimum wage is nothing. $10 an hour is nothing. $15 an hour is nothing. $20 an hour, maybe. $20 an hour is still really nothing. I mean, I struggle so much on a day-to-day basis and I don't understand how it's just one of them days did he really just say are you gonna walk me through the door nigga you's a grown-ass man what the hell I look like walking you to the door See, that's what happens when you're dating someone new and they still don't quite know everything about you. And you just tell them, like, you know what? I'm still working on myself. There's still some things that I need to sort through, you know? And it's just one of them days. Don't take it personal. Just get the hell out. Yes, leave, just because I said so. And you need to understand that it is very critical that you do so. Because if you don't, I can't be liable for what I might do. Yes. Then you don't want to do it. You don't want to leave. And that causes friction. So now, you know, I look like the bad guy. When really, all I was trying to do was save you from my raft because I know I'm crazy you know but I'm working on it I am working on myself you know I could have said I could have said nothing I could have just flipped out and went crazy but I was like no let me pull it back pull it in Composure, composure. I compose myself. And I said, just go. I feel like that's progress. I I truly do. I feel like that's progress. And I should be rewarded for that. But no, instead, you know, I'm just misunderstood. You know... Self-work is very critical when it comes to succeeding at life. I used to think that it took a long time for me to get mad at someone. But now, as I've gotten older, I realize that actually, no. It didn't ever take me long to get mad at someone. It was just that it took me a long time to react to me getting mad at a person. I could have been mad at you for something that you did, you know, a couple of years ago. 
that I just put in the back of my mind like, oh, hey, that was kind of messed up, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to brush it under the rug. And then, you know, a few years go by and I just keep brushing stuff under the rug, brushing stuff under the rug. And next thing I know, you know, I'm having a total flip out meltdown. Just totally out of character, I would say. But it wasn't that I was out of character. It was that I was finally reacting to all of the bullshit that you've been perpetuating on me. Or not necessarily, you know, just one person, but everything. So now I become more vocal about when things bother me. And I've learned that it's okay to be bothered and speak up for yourself. I'm truly learning that about myself, is that I need to take up for myself more. I need to speak out when, you know, something doesn't sit well with me. Because otherwise, it'll just build up. And then one day, I'll go crazy and think I'm actually crazy. But no, it's just that I've been suppressing my anger. So that's why I said self-work is so critical. Now that I'm getting to know myself more through meditation and just reflection in general, I've just learned so much, and I advise anybody who feels like they're lost or feels like they're misunderstood to really dive deep inside themselves and figure out what's going on. And the crazy thing is, when you start doing self-work, you find that the people around you start to change as well as much as you are changing the people around you are changing hopefully for the better I find that interesting like now everybody that I consider a close friend or family member <laughs> you know there that are around me I know is really there for me. And that's a good feeling because there was a time that I didn't feel that way. Or, you know, I just maybe didn't know or understand who I actually had around me. And now I have clarity on who's for and who's against me. That's something that you need to iron out, I believe, at some point in your life. The yays and the nays. Because the yays will always cheer for you. Yay! And the nays will always continue to drag you down. Period. You can't have negative people around you. Sometimes they're hard to identify, especially if you've, 
yourself have become a negative person from hanging around them so long. It rubs off on you. It's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, you have to break free. Break those chains. If you have toxic people in your life, if you're not satisfied with what's going on, make a change. I know, easier said than done. But baby steps. All you have to do is just make one small change in your life. It could be, you know, starting to journal. It could be uh, taking the new art class that you've been interested in. It could be anything, going on a vacation that you've always wanted to go on. Do something different. It could be the smallest thing. Start trying a different food every time you go to the grocery store, a new food you've never tried before. That's simple for most people to do. Just pick an item that you've never tried and try it and see how fast your world starts to open. I promise you, when you change one small thing in your life, one small little aspect, it will snowball into something that you could have never imagined. And that's what I believe that I am living right now. I'm not all the way there. My journey is, you know, is still a, a, a ways to go, but I can feel that shift. I felt it. And I know I'm on the right path now, you know, where as before, I felt like I had gotten off the the right path and I was that was true. I wasn't going down the path that I was supposed to and I took a little detour and now I'm back on track. And that's what matters most. You know, we all have our triumphs and we all have, you know, our losses. But as long as you can get back on the right path to your destiny, that's all that matters. It don't matter if it takes you, you know, a year or 10 years or 20 years. You have to keep that passion for whatever it is that you have passion for. You have to keep that in your mind. Never, never lose that. Never, ever let go of that. And that concludes Nightcap Recap with Ashara. Good night, y'all.